Hello, my name is Jesus and welcome to my birthday bash. <laughs> no, um, the way that I will be flying exclusively private to hell when I die. Hi, everybody. My name is Chris Clemens and welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Now, if you're not watching, that intro was very confusing. Um... I have done Christmas specials or holiday specials in the past where I've dressed up as Santa. Brittany and I have dressed up as Santa and Mrs. Claus. This year, I just feel like we're not remembering the reason for the season. The reason for the season is me, Jesus H. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I made a thorn of crowns from a tree that I recently chopped down because I'm so fucking masculine. And the wig is not a wig. It is literally one, parentheses, one bundle of hair that I bought from Sally Beauty, which was a funny story because it turned into a whole fucking meet and greet. And hi to the new fans I have who work at Sally Beauty in Delaware. Shout out to you guys for helping... A very disgruntled white man burst through the door and say, hi, uh, I need to look like Jesus. Help. And so they pointed me to um, eyebrow pencils, which is my beard, and this like little $3 bundle that was a braid and is now just draped over my head. There is Jesus hair quite literally all over my house, which trying to keep moving forward. Uh, oh, and then in natural Chris Clemens fashion, uh, a fan of mine walked in who works at DoorDash and was picking up an order. So it just was a very fun and humbling meet and greet. Uh, But speaking of meet and greets, Philadelphia, I'm coming to perform some stand-up. But before I do that, I'm going to be doing a whole episode of Unhinged. Hopefully the club will record it this time. But tickets are down below January 13th at Punchline. I am so excited. It's my first East Coast show. And I hope y'all pull through and show these West Coasters how it's done. Um, now again, before we get into the episode, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, wherever you get your episodes or podcasts or whatever this format is. I don't know. I'm just a Jesus living in this modern world. Um, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch me fulfill my Jesus fantasy, youtube.com slash at sign unhinged, or you can just search Unhinged with Chris Clemens and subscribe that channel. I think we're at like 13 K. I'm so honored and excited. And yeah, um, we also, I will be doing a Patreon after show on patreon.com slash Chris Clemens. So be sure to tune into that where I will be untucking <laughs> and uh, smoking and just talking about some Christmas stuff. And it's, it's a really fun time. I really enjoy it. Um, and I love that you guys are really loving it. I'm also going to be putting on the San Francisco show. It's going to be like a bootleg kind of vibe. So it's not going to be like the best audio, but it's very much, you can sort of hear it. I downloaded all the footage last night and I was like, okay, Chris, we really need to actually, before it's too late, uh, figure this out. So that will be up there as well on the, um, feeling unhinged tier. But, um, Yeah, let's get into the episode. Now, it's the holidays this week. Um, Well, I mean, it's Christmas this month, this following Monday from when I'm recording, recording. (laughs) Oh, God, Jesus is having an episode. Hey, girl. (laughs) No, the holidays are coming up and this is sort of like our holiday special. And so I figured uh, in the name of the holiday, I wanted to remind you that Jesus saves 
all of you who haven't bought gifts yet for people. Uh, I went on my Instagram and I asked you guys if you need any last minute advice to describe the person briefly. And I will help because I am a really good gift giver, at least so I think. And I figured I picked some of my favorite and I'd help some of you guys out. Gift giving can be difficult, but I mean, not for me because I mean, I'm Jesus. Come on now. But I'm really getting into this gig, honey. Like, the way that I just want to, like, ew, like, oh, for those not watching, again, I really recommend you watch. But I was just swirling my pigtails in a uh, Spy Kids kind of manner, but make it Catholic. Anyways, um, the first one we have up is from Talia Dancer XOXO. And they need a gift for someone in their life who is a mechanic who buys everything he wants when he sees it. Um, now I don't really know what the fuck a mechanic is, if I'm going to be totally honest. I mean, like, I know they fix cars, question mark. Do they do more than that? Do they fix computers? If they do, um, I have a roadcaster that's really glitchy. So if you want to fix that, I would not say no. But a mechanic who buys everything he wants. Okay, this was a big theme I saw was like, so-and-so buy everything they want, they buy, which like I am too. I think this is just me projecting, I guess, what I want from people. But I'm very much someone who, like, whenever they see something and wants it, they buy it. I mean, obviously, with money being a little tighter now, um, that's changed a little bit. But I love just, like, the thought and the effort. Think about, like, if they're redoing a house, if they just made a major life decision or something like that. But also experiences, Guys, a mechanic who buys everything, take him to a fucking car show. I mean, like, get tickets for his friends so you don't have to go. But, like, I think that could be fun. Again, I don't really know what a mechanic does. A Lowe's or a Home Depot gift card, I think for the people, I hate giving gift cards for the record. I just, I think it's so lazy. I think it's so boring. And I just don't think it's like, like, just don't give a gift. No, that's rude. Because some people really do love a gift card. I just hate a gift card because then it's gone. I'm a sentimental person also who is borderline hoarding. So that also is something you should take into your own discretion. Yeah, I would take him to like a car show or like, um, oh, rent a car for the day. Oh my God, get like a fun old timey car or a really sexy like Ferrari and let him rent it for the day and like make a little plan. I think that's the gift. I don't know how much that costs, but like get like a fun car that he's always talked about wanting and just like let him have it for the day. Let him have it, honey. <laughs> that's what Jesus said. Tabithians 1119. I don't know what Tabithian is, but to me, that is a chapter in the Bible. Next up, we have Jessica Anks, uh, my retired state trooper uncle. Ooh, uh, that's a tough one. Now, my initial instinct is, I don't know, like, they're retired. They have a lot of time on their hands. I would, like, give them the book The End of Policing by Alex Vitali, or I think that's the name of it. The End of Policing. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Alex Vital. I don't know how to say their last name. Vitali, Vital, Vital. I don't know. But they're, like, a large leader in or like a large person in the discussion regarding policing and social injustices. I think that's a fun one to really start a conversation. Tell them to come back in a week with a book report. I think that's the best way. Sorry. I just fucking hate police. God. Um, next up we have made from Jade who 
needs to buy a gift for a tall, lanky dude, likes basketball and cars, gives me rides, so I feel like I should get something. <laughs> Obsessed with this. I also really want to know more about this business relationship that you have with this tall, lanky dude, because what? Like, where is he giving you rides to? You know, like, that's that's the kind of kinky shit I want to know. Are you, I mean, you could always give him the gift of roadhead. Um, <laughs> I love the idea of someone dressed like Jesus saying you should give him roadhead. Wow. That really, that sparked joy, Marie Kondo. That sparked joy. Um, I think get him cheap basketball tickets, like nosebleeds or like, I mean, maybe you can get better ones, but like do it for a not big game, get him like cheap ass basketball tickets, or again, like rent a car for him or just like give him a fucking gift card to somewhere. Like if all he's doing is giving you rides, I don't know where these rides to or how long they are, but, or how long he is for that matter. But I think get him like a gift card gas. Oh my God. A gift card for gas. I feel like people really fuck with that. I don't because I don't, like gift cards and also my car doesn't run on gas. So I would hate that. But I think get him like a, oh, get him like a little gift card bundle of like, get your gas, get your Chipotle, get your fucking nails done. Cause I just picturing them being very dirty in this situation. I don't know why, but um, that's what I would do. Or like a good pair of sneakers, you know, go on like stock X and find a cheap one or like, just go to like the Nike store. And be like, these are limited edition and just gaslight them. I don't know. Men gaslight everybody all the time. So let's just, let's gaslight back. I say as if I'm not a man. Next up, we have Kathleen who is looking for a good white elephant gift. Parentheses. I want these bitches fighting for it. Okay. Now you're speaking my language. I am in nature, a very competitive person. Like gift giving to me, I think that's why I love it so much is because it is almost a competition. I need to give the best gifts. Oh my God. I sound fucking crazy. Jesus, save me. God, I need to hold up a mirror. Um, I think a good white elephant gift is something that can be universally beloved. Like Jesus, (laughs) get him a crucifix. I can sign an autograph. I'll sign a Bible for you. If you need a gift, just little J E S U S. You know, I think that would really kind of slay boots even um, a space heater. I, you can find there's this one on Amazon and I hate shopping on Amazon. Like absolutely hate it. But there is this one on Amazon. I got it when I lived in LA and I am someone who very much loves to design my house, have it be very curated. I don't like bulky, clunky, ugly shit around so finding a chic um, space heater was kind of hard. But on Amazon, there's this one. I'm Googling it right now. Oh, oh my God. There's a new one. Oh, that one's gorge. It's like more of an oval. Okay, so there is this one called Gaia Top. G-A-I-A-T-O-P. And then there's another one that's F.E.Z.D. Space Heater. The first one is $27. The second one is, oh my God, and it gets here before Christmas. That's a major sleigh. Um, They both are like these white body things. And it honestly looks like a speaker, but then they have these wooden legs. The Gaia Top one is the one I bought. And it was a phenomenal space heater. I don't know where it went in the move. But like, I feel like something like that will really like get the girls gagging or some like 
barefoot dream socks. You know, everybody just at the end of the day wants to be warm, comfortable, and feel held. (laughs) So, like, I think at the end of the day, like, don't get something food-related. Don't get alcohol. You never know who, like, is going to drink. If you want everyone really fighting, get something just so fucking functional, but that looks pretty in the space. So I'm going to recommend the space, space heater. Um, I just can't vouch enough. It's amazing what you can find when you put the word chic in front of the item you're looking for. Oh my God. I'm not saying necessarily it'll work, but you know, work. (laughs) I really believe in this (laughs) space heater to the point where it's like, do I own the company that makes them? No, but I sound like it. Next up, we have Ava Stuglin. He was shopping for a dad that has everything. Fancy, wear some jewelry and purses. Okay, Is your dad single? Because they sound lit. (laughs) I think for someone who has everything, sentiment, like I said earlier, really goes a long way. If they wear a lot of jewelry and bags, I mean, something either sentimental or functional. So for the bags, maybe get some like bag stuffers. I don't know how your dad stores their purses, but like get them some like either bag hooks or dust bags Or, like, things at the container store. I know they make these, like, inserts for boots, so they stand up. Get something like that for bags. Or go antiquing and find, like, a really gorgeous jewelry box or, like, hook or something that they can put necklaces or rings on. I think something that's really sentimental like that, and especially antiquing, that's another great idea for White Elephant. Oh, my God. I saw this TikTok, and it was, like... If you have a white elephant, go to an antique store and get like a wall candle sconce. That is genius. You know, it's one of a kind, something that they're not seeing all the time and everywhere. I don't know. I'm just such a fucking antique whore, or I guess like a vintage whore. I don't know what kind of whore. I'm I'm a whore of Nazareth. Uh, if I could hair flip in this, God, it would be over for y'all, only for me to forgive your sins. <laughs> but yeah, I think something sentimental, maybe like a cute jewelry box or... A travel, (gasps) ding, 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 a travel case for jewelry that's really pretty, but really functional. That's, there you go. Because like my biggest thing is when I travel, I hate bringing jewelry. Oops, because it's really annoying to pack and like I don't want it to get scratched up and all of this. So there you go. Mm. Wow, I'm really good at this. Either that or I'm just a really good bullshitter or both. Who knows? I mean, I bullshit this fucking weave on my head with literal live twigs like the if twigs had a heartbeat it would still be pumping um isa soberanis is shopping for a gay bestie that literally has no sense of style doesn't have any hobbies and needs a boyfriend (laughs) oh god i just live for you guys i really do i live i die and i rise for you the way i really am just embodying jesus is so problematic i am flying private to hell. So get on my jack, girls. Let's go. Um, A gay bestie that literally has no sense of style, doesn't have any hobbies and needs a boyfriend. This just reads to me like they need a dildo or like some kind of sex toy. You don't need, you don't need to have a hobby to love the feeling of pleasure. Okay. You don't need a sense of style. It's going inside of you or around you. So Just, I think, a nice little... Because then you get a good chuckle with it of, like, since you don't have a boyfriend, here's your own boyfriend, you know? I think that's fun. Or, like, the really fun thing about people with no sense of style 
is you get them anything and you say that like, oh my God, I just thought this was so stylish and cool. You, I guess you're just gaslighting them. Yeah. You gaslight them into liking the gift. So get them like a pair of shoes and be like, I just thought you had to have these. They're so cute. Doing this to a gay bestie though is scary because they really could reciprocate and then tear you to shreds. So be careful of that side effect. But otherwise, I think this, yeah, I think... A, a, a fun little sex toy, you know. That's what that's what was in Corinthians twelve nine. Um, lastly, we have Carolina Onetta or Carolina Winetta. I don't know how to say your last name. I'm so sorry. Um, my dad is. I'm shopping for my dad, whose only interest outside of carpentry is watching movies. Wow, that is such a dad. That's that's like you open a dictionary and dad there um i don't have a dad he walked away so i kind of lack in this department but if i had one i think oh okay here we go i think you take him on a trip to lowe's no scratch that no one wants to do that i think see how much it would be to rent out a movie theater in your like town or wherever you live, or maybe if you live in a city where it might be more expensive, see like a neighboring town and then like make a little road trip out of it and get lunch or something. But like rent out a movie theater or something and like play his favorite movies. That is so fun and invite like all of your friends and family. There is nothing a dad would love more than just like being surrounded with their buddies and their family. I mean, hopefully my dad would fucking hate that. But um. Yeah, I think that's a really fucking cute idea. Oh my God, I wish I had a dad who loved carpentry and movies so I could do this with him. Instead, I just have one who I pray to Jesus every night dies. No, that's crazy, but true. Um, Okay, we're going to keep moving on because there's no saving (laughs) what I've already said. So um, now we all infamously know that the San Francisco show was kind of a bust. Um, in terms of having it be a public-facing podcast. Like I said, it's going to go up on my Patreon in the unhinged tier. But um, I got some extra advice uh, questions from audience members who I didn't call up on stage, and I figured this would be a fun time. If you need any advice in the meantime... Oopsies, I keep hitting this mic. I have a new mic stand, and then... And then, and then, and then, and then, and then I had a lot of coffee before this. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Um... Yeah, be sure to email unhingedwithchrisclemens at gmail.com if you have any advice. I'm going to start reading advice questions. Instead of doing voicemails, I just found it was really hard to hear the voicemail. And I don't know, I kind of love the idea of really practicing my reading. <laughs> also put in your phone number because I could always call you guys and like ask follow-up questions. Now, this piece of advice I didn't pick for the San Francisco show, but... It says, my name is Gracie. Let me tell you all about the craziest shit that's happened in my life recently. This bitch left me on delivered for two weeks of our spring break and another month after. So obviously, I assume she died or something. I was stalking her, you know, going to her house, stalking her social, looking for her car. Going to her house? Girl, no, I don't know that. Oh, dear. Um, fast forward, she shows up to school and explains to me that the reason she wasn't texting me was because she had a concussion, but I know damn well this girl was still dancing in her competition, posting B-reels, etc. We get into an argument over this, and the next thing I know, she keys my car while I'm in school in the parking lot. Of course, I did not let that fly, so I showed up to her and reported her ass for vandalizing my vehicle. 
After that, her rich ass dad decides he wants to fix my car so that Joe couldn't be on record. So I took the offer. Two months go by and my cousin and I were going to get a tattoo and we see this bitch's car in the parking lot. We decided it would be a great idea to pop her tire, but we didn't have anything sharp with us. So we start breaking vodka bottles at church. We run back to the car, pop it real quick, and we drive away. But on the way home, we decided to go back for some reason to take a photo. And when we get there, we see her and her twin brother staring at us. This girl starts doing a fortnight dance, laughing at us because she knows we did it. We gassed out of there, but her brother starts following us back to my house and he tells my dad about what I did. My dad didn't really care because he thought I was in the right. And he's a criminal himself. <laughs> Long story short, my cousin ended up paying for the pop tire. Love you. Bye. Gracie, please stay in school. This was a nightmare to read. Okay. And I'm not even a reading expert. Okay. I don't think I have any advice. I don't think you need advice. It doesn't seem like you would fucking take it. But what? A story? Also, why did you have to be at church to break vodka bottles? Why couldn't you have just like done that at home? And then also, why did you need to go back and get a picture of it? Like, y'all are funny and smart. Y'all are really fucking stupid when it comes to committing crimes. Is that a crime, popping someone's tire? That feels like it is. Anyways, wow. I, huh. (laughs) Huh. (laughs) Huh. Now, next up, this is like one that actually um, has some advice that they need. So... I could use some advice about whether or not to quit my job and pursue art full time. I have a cushy job as a blank for a blank company. I'm blanking it because in here you talk about being worried about getting fired. So we're going to save you that. But my small art business hasn't broken even yet. So it's not able to fully support my lifestyle. If I quit... I won't have money to do fun things like attend live podcast tapings. But if I stay at this job, my soul will keep slowly draining from my body and my art will never reach its full potential. I'm really ready to talk about this in an honest way, which means I'm also scared about my job finding your podcast and knowing how I really feel about them. I got you, girl. (laughs) Don't you worry. Elsie, there's no name, so it's really hard to find you now. But I think, okay, I'm thinking back to the time of my life where... I was doing YouTube and I was also in school and also working jobs and like, just take a break from the art, honestly, for a sec, like let yourself not be burned out by the burden of having that. I think sadly the, uh, Oh God, the sadly, the smoothie I drank is really disagreeing with my holy body of work. Um, I don't know. Like you obviously need a job to survive in the world. And I think, Money provides you a lot of fun opportunities. It can it can be a safety net. It can really do so much. And so I think to ignore that is foolish, if I'm going to be totally honest. I think get that fucking money. Save as much away as you can so that you could maybe retire early. Get a Roth IRA. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck that is, but I put money into it every year and pray to God I will have to work like a decade less. Oh, God. But, like, you need money. And, listen, I want you to keep showing up to my live podcast tapings. (laughs) So keep the job, honey. Uh, No. I mean, if it's really that brutal for you, I definitely think find another job. But 
I don't think any job is necessarily going to be the best all the time. And there's going to be times where even what I do, it seems like I'm having fun in my little Jesus 350 bundle that I got. That didn't make any sense. The wig was $3.50 and it's a bundle of hair. So um, now that I've done some translating, I think having something like your art as not your main income is a really beautiful thing because YouTube has become full-time and like comedy and everything has become full-time. And it's definitely changed the way I look at it and the way I get enjoyment out of it. It's definitely not the same as it was when it was just like my little thing that I loved staying up late and editing, you know? So I think maybe take a break on your art or just not put as much pressure on it and understand that your job is your job. It's financing your life and help funding your art career. Um, And I think that's a really important reminder to all of us, including myself, is that like, at the end of the day, bitch, a job is a job. And like, yeah, it in an ideal world, it would be so lit to have a job that you just feel fulfilled by every second of every day. But I just don't think that's realistic in the world we live in. And when it comes to these kinds of things, you have to be somewhat realistic. And oops, I just got some of my eyebrow pencil beard on my microphone. <laughs> Ugh, all in a day's work. This is my job. <laughs> no, but I think keep your art on the side for now until you feel really, really, really confident about it. I mean, you do seem to be feeling confident about it to the point where you want to quit your job. I just think if you've got a cushy job, keep the fucking cushy job, you know, at least wait till you get fired and you get like what, two months severance or something. That's the fucking best. That's the dream. I mean, not getting fired, but you know, the severance part is pretty sick. I don't know. Obviously do what you feel, but that's just my personal opinion is like, sometimes it seems really great to leave traditional jobs behind and become an artist and all of that. But it's fucking hard being self-employed at work. You have benefits. I'm assuming if you're at a cushy job, you've got a retirement account. Like I say really just kind of stick with it if you can. Again, if it's really just taking away all your happiness, then sure. But be really thankful that your art isn't your full-time job. I feel it's great when it does, but it almost feels that much more, I don't even know where I was going with that sentence, but I think it's nice to have the things you enjoy not be your main thing. Because at the end of the day, like you still have that, even if you don't have your job. And you won't resent making art or being an artist if it's not your full-time gig. That's just me. But um, what is also me is possibly a narcissist. (laughs) Hey, guys, before we carry on with the rest of the episode... I, Jesus Christ, have a message from one of our sponsors, Loopy. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm the creative advisor for a brand called Loopy. And basically, Loopy is here to offer a new perspective on protein with a new Lupini bean-powered vegan pasta. They also have incredible protein bars that are also harnessing the incredibleness of the Lupini bean. Here's some product highlights of their pasta. It is 14 grams of protein, which is twice as much as regular pasta. 17 gram net carbs, which is 62% less than half of regular pasta. 
12 grams of gut healthy fiber, which is like four times as much as regular pasta. It's vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free and kosher. I've tried a lot of protein pastas under the sun and I genuinely, being a part of the Loopy team or not, love the Loopy protein pasta. The Loopy pasta is just truly perfect for when I've had a long day and don't really wanna put effort into a meal but don't wanna eat garbage, or I'm on the go and just need a quick dinner, or if I just want pasta but I don't want like to feel awful about eating a whole box of pasta. <laughs> Loopy pasta is that girl. She comes in three sizes, penne, rotini, and elbows. They're perfect for a quick and easy lunch or dinner. They will keep you fueled with plant protein with none of the extra carbs of traditional pasta. And you can get it on Amazon, get loopy.com, Erwan, and soon in Gelson's Giant, Fairway, and more. And if you want to save some money, use code CHRIS20 for 20% off. Like I said earlier, they do also have really great bars, which I love to throw in my bag if I'm heading out the door because it is such an easy, quick snack that one, tastes good, and two, doesn't cause me to be hungry in like an hour. Also, Loopy was founded by two women who just want the health of you and the planet. I just cannot say enough good things about Loopy, so go be sure to go down below, use code CHRIS20 to get 20% off, and enjoy your Loopy pasta, girl, or your bars, or both. I mean, fuck it. Have a ball. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the episode. I was on FaceTime with my friend last week, and um, her name's Katie, and we have known each other since high school. We were like high school besties and we're still besties, but we're just out of high school. <laughs> and um, she was at my birthday party in Palm Springs for my 30th. Like we've just really like reignited and like made even stronger our friendship lately in our adulthood. Um, and it's just been really fun. And she is like one of the smartest people I know. She is so applied and like such a hard worker. And although I think she just quit her job, so <laughs> work. But we were on FaceTime and she is like unhinged, but she is like a put together unhinged. I'm just like a slob kebab flying by the seat of my pants or something. The pants of my seat. The way I just don't know phrases, but the way I do know how to make a wig is <laughs> crazy. Anyways, we're on FaceTime and something came up about narcissism. And she was like, Chris, do you think you're a narcissist? And I was like, no. Like, right? I don't think I am. But I mean, I guess that's maybe what a narcissist would say. I don't know. So she told me that there were these like narcissist quizzes online. And so she took hers and scored way higher than I would have ever expected. And so I didn't take it. And I figured I would take it on this podcast, which now that we're here in the driver's seat, seems like... A very incredible hot take for me to be doing because I am really trying to unteach myself the idea that I want to be liked by everyone. Literally, my phone screen says, stop trying to be liked by everyone. You don't even like everybody. So I'm really, I'm just going to do this loud and proud, dress, dress like Jesus. Um, this is on psychcentral.com. Narcissistic test. In our selfie-obsessed and self-posting culture, we've all likely heard the word narcissism thrown around. Oftentimes, it's used to describe someone who seems overly vain or full of themselves. But is that what narcissism really means? More accurately, narcissism is one of 10 personality disorders. Oh my God, it's like a disorder? Holy shit, not me teaching 
me something. It's defined as an inflated sense of self. If you've had moments of narcissism, don't worry, you're not alone. Okay, well, that's... Each person is narcissistic in some way. We all have moments, whether that's believing you're the best person for your job or the best looking person in the room. We can all recognize areas where we feel unique and special. But if you, oh my God, but if the need to feel special and important becomes excessive, you might be living with symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder. NPD is one of 10, yeah, you already said that. What are you, me writing a paper in college? People with narcissistic personality disorder often present with five or more symptoms, including grandiosity or self-importance, sense of specialness and uniqueness, fantasies of perfection and superiority, need for praise and attention, strong sense of entitlement, lack of empathy, jealousy, envy, and distrust, arrogance and scorn, a pattern of manipulating others. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. All righty, let's just get in to the thing. It's really funny that an ad on this page is BetterHelp. Okay, so we are starting the quiz, and there's... Wait, it's a quiz, but there's only two options for each answer? Okay, we're just going to do this and pray. Which statement best matches you? I have a natural talent for influencing people. I am not good at influencing people. Okay, I mean, this feels targeted. <laughs> all right, I have a natural talent for influencing people. Which statement best matches you? Oh, are these just all which statement best matches you? Okay, they are. Modesty doesn't become me. I am essentially a modest person. Modesty doesn't become me? I don't know what that means. Like, are we in Shakespeare time? Modesty doesn't become me. What does that mean? What does modesty doesn't become you on Quora? The expression is based on the saying about another person's closing. That really becomes you. In other words, it is good that you are being modest. I still don't really understand. Am I taking a narcissism quiz or a stupidity test? Because the way it could be either right now is scary. Um, I am essentially a modest person. Like, what does modest even mean? I mean, this is really embarrassing, but it also is just unassuming or moderate in the estimation of ones. I don't think I'm a mod. What's a, what the fuck is modesty? Like seriously, modesty. I am sorry. The quality or state of being unassuming or moderate in the estimation of one's ability. The quality of being, can I get it in a fucking sentence? Modesty forbade her to undress in front of so many people. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, modesty doesn't become me. Got it. When it came to talking about getting undressed in front of people because she's modest. No, I shit myself on camera and then post it to the internet. <sighs> this isn't looking great for me. Which statement best matches you? I would do almost anything on a dare. I tend to be a fairly cautious person. Um. Ooh, I mean, well, what's the fucking dare? Oh, I would do almost anything. Yeah, I would probably almost do anything on a dare. Like, why not? You know? What statement best matches you? When people compliment me, I sometimes get embarrassed. I know that I am good because everybody keeps telling me so. Um, I get embarrassed when people compliment me. I, like, I don't get embarrassed, but I definitely, like, I say thank you, and I've learned to do that. But I still, I was just talking to my friends today about the show in Philly. Got tickets down below. <laughs> but um, I was like, guys, what if nobody comes and I suck? And everybody in my life is like, Chris, you suck. Um, and they were like, Chris... You just like sold out LA and you almost sold out San Francisco. Shut the fuck up. And I'm like, okay, so true. I still don't 
think that's the case, but work. What statement best matches you? The thought of ruling the world frightens the hell out of me. If I ruled the world, it would be a better place. I mean, yeah. If I ruled the world, it would be a better place. Are we kidding me? There wouldn't be guns. Like, there would just be, like, peace and money and everyone would look good. Which statement best matches you? I can usually talk my way out of anything. I try to accept the consequences of my behavior. Well, these are two separate occasions. <laughs> I can talk my way out of a parking ticket, but then understand that if I park poorly again, there will be a consequence. Like, I can do both. Can I click both? No. Okay, it's one or. I, okay, I do try and accept the consequences of my behavior. I do that already. So I find that I can usually talk my way out of anything best matches you. And I'm just not really realizing best matches you means which one is, yeah. <laughs> how did I graduate college? Like, how do I have a driver's license? How do I have the right to vote? And like, also f- a freedom of speech. Like, I should not have the First Amendment, but that's for a different, for a different podcast episode. Which statement best matches you? I prefer to blend in with the crowd. I like to be the center of attention. I like to blend in with a cl- crowd. I know that I do shows and upload shit to the internet, but when it comes to a crowd, I would much rather blend in than unleash my inner artist. Like, no fucking way do I like being the center of attention. Which statement best matches you? I will be a success. I am not too concerned about success. Um, I will be a success. I I mean, I built a podcast studio in my basement. I, I'm not, not too concerned about success. I mean, what are we doing here? You should want to be successful, right? Even if that means being happy, then if your goal is to be happy, you're successful. Period, poo. (laughs) Me talking my way out of this narcissism quiz. Which statement best matches you? I am no better or worse than most people. I think I am a special person. Um, I mean, like, why can I not think I'm a special person and also not better or worse than people? Um, I do think, though, I am no better or worse than people, but I do think I'm special. I'm, I think I'm a special person. I'm just going to be fucking honest, okay? I'm really trying to be more myself online. I feel like I've been doing this so long that I've sort of become robotic with things. And I just, I don't want to be anymore. I want to be me. (laughs) But I I really do. I want to just, I was afraid of what people would think about me. And I don't know, when you put yourself out there to the point of your personality being shown and people hate it and hate you for it, that's really scary. And I don't want to lose that. I really like or liked my personality. I don't really know what my personality is anymore. But, you know, life, it's just a thing of self-discovery. With statement best matches you, I am not sure if I would make a good leader. I see myself as a good leader. (sighs) What about like a nice third option that's like, I'm in between these. (laughs) Like, come on, bitch. Like, huh? This is not the quiz to take if you're an indecisive person. Which statement best matches you? Um, I would see myself as a good leader rather than being, not being sure if I would make a good leader. I think I would make a good leader considering that I previously said I wanted to rule the world. (laughs) Which statement best matches you? I am assertive. I wish I were more assertive. I wish I were more assertive. I might be assertive, but I wish I was more. Which, does that make me a narcissist? See, I don't know which answer I'm selecting. Like, you know, on a BuzzFeed quiz back in like 2015 when we would all take those, I knew what answers would get to what. This, I'm just shots in the dark. Which statement best matches you? 
I like to have authority over other people. I don't mind following orders. I really don't mind following orders. I don't like to have authority over people. It stresses me the fuck out. Which statement best matches you? I find it easy to manipulate people. I don't like it when I find myself manipulating people. (laughs) Okay, again, why can both of these not be true? I do think it is easy to manipulate people. That doesn't mean I like it. But I do think it's easy to manipulate people now more than ever. Everybody's just wanting an answer to things, you know? Tell them what you want to hear and bang, bang, boom. I mean, you're in their will, you know? I don't like it when I find myself manipulating people. It's like I feel gross and sad. And like, am I a cult leader? Well, I can't ask that dressed like this. Jesus Christ. Literally, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Which statement best matches you? I insist upon getting the respect that is due me. I usually get the respect that I deserve. I insist? I don't like the word insist in that. Insist. Demand something forcefully. Yeah, I don't insist on getting it, but I don't feel that I need it. You know, like I don't feel that I need the respect of others. But I do feel respected. So I guess I usually get the respect that I deserve. Respect isn't one of those things you're fucking owed. That's something you earn. God, while we're talking about narcissists, my former father (laughs) is, well, was, I haven't spoken to that bitch in like a decade, but was an extreme narcissist and would always say, you need to respect me. I'm your father. Uh... Even at, like, the age of, like, seven, I was like, nah, bitch, respect is not given, it's earned. Um, Anyways, I don't know what that little side quest was, but um, I don't think that anyone is deserving of respect. You need to earn that shit. So I'm going to say I usually get the respect that I deserve because I don't even agree with the first one. Which statement best matches you? I don't particularly like to show off my body... I like to show off my body. That question changes daily depending on how much my morning shit really reduces the bloating because I wake up one bloated bitch. I'm going to say I don't particularly, ah, but I do like to show off my body. Like, what are we doing here? I would have manscaped my chest a little bit more, but, you know, I was busy like rising and curing blindness and shit. Um, I'm going to say I don't particularly like to show off my body. That feels like the easiest way to just keep moving. Which statement best matches you? I can read people like a book. People are sometimes hard to understand. But what about both? Guys, life is not black and white. There is not just one extreme or another. Did I almost knock that tree over? Anyways. Um, I see. It's like I feel like I can read people like a book. And then I think about my dating life and suddenly I am Helen Keller. There is no reading. I am blind. I'm going to say I can read people like a book because I feel that more times than not, I can do that than not understand them. I feel like understanding people is a really easy thing to do. Which statement best matches you? If I feel competent, I am willing to take responsibility for making decisions. I like to take responsibility for making decisions. What's the difference? Feeling competent? Uh, Bitch, I never feel competent. What are we doing here? If I feel competent, 
I'm Googling so many words, not because I don't know what they mean, competent, because like I just don't understand them in the having the necessary ability. If I feel the necessary ability, I am willing to take responsibility for making. Yeah, I like, yeah. If I feel able to, I love to make a decision, but I normally like just to be told what to do. My God, I'm so submissive. I'm realizing (laughs) which statement best matches you. I just want to be reasonably happy. I want to amount to something in the eyes of the world. Oh boy. (laughs) Okay. This quiz is feeling especially tailored to me. Um, I want to be very happy, but I also want to amount to something in the eyes of the world. Although, no, more and more, I just want to be happy. Like, I really do. No, but then I want to be like the best there ever was. Ash Ketchum style, you know? (laughs) I want to be the very best. Okay, I'm changing it to I would, I want to amount to something in the eyes of the world. Ugh. God. Which statement best matches you? My body is nothing special. I like to look at my body. It's not that I like to look at my body. It's just that I look at my body a lot. Because I'm hard on myself. I'm going to say my body is nothing special. Because I really believe that. Like, I'm not one of those, like, Cameron Dallas, Alex from Targets, like, Noah Beck girls. Like, I am, like, the fat fuck who got stuck in the chocolate pipe in Willy Wonka. You know, like, that's me. He wasn't there for his body. He was there for his, I guess, because he got a golden ticket. (laughs) Which statement best matches you? I try not to be a show-off. I will usually show off if I get the chance. I try not to be a show-off. I think that's so cringy. Like, talk about reading people like a book. There is nothing that says more than someone who is just trying to show off. My God. Which statement best matches you? I always know what I am doing. Sometimes I am not sure of what I am doing. Yes, psychcentral.com. Sometimes. (laughs) Definitely not all the time. Which statement best matches you? How many more fucking questions? Oh my God, we have so many questions. We're going to get through these much faster. I sometimes depend on people to get things done. I rarely depend on anyone else to get things done. Um, I sometimes depend on people to get things done. Um, Which statement best matches you? Sometimes I tell good stories. Everybody likes to hear my stories. Sometimes I, well, if I tell good stories sometimes, then wouldn't everyone like to hear my stories? God, I I feel like I'm in school again. And this is why I did so hellaciously bad in school because I just never understood any multiple choice question. Which statement best matches you? Sometimes I tell good stories. Everyone likes to hear my stories. I would say everybody likes to hear my stories because people buy tickets to my shows. So we're going to do that. God, this I I just already know the answer is going to be you're a fucking raging narcissist. I expect a great deal from other people. I like to do things for other people. Again, what if I do both, bitch? Okay, psychcentral.com, I swear to God, you don't want beef with me, okay? I'm Jesus H. Christ, and I'm coming for you. (laughs) I do expect a great deal from other people, but I also like to do things for other people. I like to do things for other people more than I expect from other people, I would say. Which statement best matches you? I will never be satisfied until I get all that I deserve. I take my satisfactions as they come. I will never be satisfied until I get all that I deserve. It's the ugly truth. This is really just putting myself out there. Wow. Which statement best matches you? Compliments embarrass me. I like to be complimented. Compliments embarrass me. But I... No, compliments embarrass me. That's easy. I have a strong will to power. Power for its own sake doesn't interest me. I have a strong will to power. What does that sentence mean? I feel like Yoda is talking to me or something. 
I have a strong will to power. I don't feel that I have a strong will to power, but power for its own sake doesn't interest me. I don't want power just to have power. I want power to do something with it. So does that mean I have a strong will to power? <laughs> I don't think I understand this. I don't care about new fads and fashions. I like to start new fads and fashions. I don't care about new fads and fashions. I really don't. I just like wearing what I like and what I feel good in and what makes me feel cool. I don't. And if that starts a fad or a trend, great. But that's not like why I do it. Like I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I really don't care. Which statement best matches you? I like to look at myself in the mirror. I'm not particularly interested at looking at myself in the mirror. I like to look at myself in the mirror. I mean, what are we doing here? You walk by a mirror and don't look at yourself? That's crazy to me. (laughs) I wonder what the answer to this quiz is going to be. Which statement best matches you? I really like to be the center of attention. It makes me uncomfortable to be the center of attention. That's the one I'm picking. I can live my life in any way I want to. People can't always live their lives in terms of what they want. I can live my life in any way I want to, period. And so can you, with the power of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Being an authority doesn't mean that much to me. People always seem to recognize my authority. I don't be, being an authority doesn't mean that much to me. Like, even like fashion roasts, I don't care if people agree or disagree. I'm just like talking my shit and having fun. Like, nothing matters. Nobody remembers these outfits. Unless they're, like, actually good and iconic, you know? Even the bad ones we all forget because there's more bad ones that happen. Which statement best matches you? I would prefer to be a leader. It makes little difference to me whether I am a leader or not. I mean, it makes little difference to me whether I am or not, but I would prefer to be. So which one is the stronger feeling? I would prefer to be a leader? I'm going to say I would prefer to be a leader. I am going to be a great person. I hope I'm going to be successful. Bitch, why not? Oh, it's which one best matches you, which means, yeah, which one? I'm going to be a great person. I hope I'm going to be successful. I mean, I know I'm a good person, so I don't, I'm going to hope I'm going to be successful because I've got the good person thing going on, at least enough. (laughs) Says a fucking narcissist. Like, what am I doing here taking this? God, this is scary. People sometimes believe that what I tell them, I can make anybody believe anything I want them to. I really have a fucked up way of making people believe anything I want them to. But never in something like a serious way, just like in stupid shit, where I was just at dinner with my friend Taylor, who, oh my God, showed us how to make espresso martinis in my 30th birthday episode. I was talking to him and I can just like convince him. I said something. He's like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, can you believe that? And he was like, holy shit. And I was like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, what are we? No. So yeah, that really is not great. I am a born leader. Leadership is a quality that takes a long time to develop. I think leadership is a quality that takes a long time to develop. I think you can be born a leader, but bitch, you need to know how to do that shit right. I wish somebody would someday write my biography I don't like people to pry into my life for any reason. I would love somebody to write my biography because that means I don't have to. That sounds really nice, like a gift. So I'm going to pick that one. I get upset when people don't notice how I look when I go out in public. I don't mind blending into the crowd when I go out in public. I don't really care. Oh my God, last two questions. (sighs) Suddenly my heart is pumping. I am more capable than other people. There is a lot that I can learn from other people. I think I'm more capable than other people. I mean, there is a lot that I can learn, but I do feel that that statement feels more true. Not because I don't think there's nothing to learn, but I do feel that I'm more capable than other people. (laughs) 
said like a true narcissist. Which statement best matches you? Last one. I am much like everybody else. I am an extraordinary person. (sighs) What if I feel both? Like some days I'm like, bitch, you ain't shit. And then other days I wake up and I'm like, move over, God. There's a new Jesus in town. (laughs) I'm going to say I am an extraordinary person because I believe that. And we're hitting get results. Your results. Are we ready? Holy shit, I'm not. Here we go. Narcissistic personality quiz. Okay. A 0 to 11 score means no narcissism. A 12 to 15 score means mild narcissism. 16 to 18 means moderate narcissism. And 20 plus means you're a total narcissist. (laughs) So here we go. I'm scrolling. Wait, where's my number? Wait, I didn't get a number. They were like, bitch, you are beyond help. Wait, guys, I didn't get a number. Are you joking me? Where the fuck is my number? Okay, I got a 17. Uh, Y'all, I got a 17? Between 12 and 15 is average. Celebrities often score closer to 18. Narcissists score over 20. I'm a moderate narcissist. I mean, yeah, okay. Now that we've like broken down the questions, I guess I'm down to own that. I just, wow. I scored a four for exploitiveness, exploitativeness. You scored particularly high in exploitativeness, suggesting you don't mind exploiting others in order to meet your own needs or goals. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't, and then right below it is an ad for BetterHelp. Okay, well, this seems like a great way to wrap up this episode. Um, Leave a comment down below if you take this quiz, what you score. I would love to know. Wow. I, (laughs) I have risen only to want to be put to, oh wait, no, Christmas is Jesus's birthday. When did Jesus rise? Or like, when did I rise? Or when... Anyways, let's just end this. Thank you guys so much. Um, Now, before we go, there was a comment on last week's video that I wanted to read because I feel like this was a pretty common comment on last episode where I like talked for like 15 minutes at 4 a.m. And Lucy Cloud Music said, Ugh, Sam will be missed, but I'm excited to see what y'all do for the podcast. I love the podcast and will literally watch five videos in a row while I clean. I am very sad about Sam not being in it. And I did see, oh, I'm going to call you fucking bitches out. For some reason, I have Google alerts for my name way back when a friend who had like a really established channel when I was starting out was giving me like these best practices and things and said, oh, you'll want to sign up for Google alerts for your name because sometimes articles like Uh, outlets will put you in articles. So I did that. I have no idea how to turn them off, but I get them every time my name is fucking mentioned online. There is these fucking Reddit groups called NYC Influencer Snark and LA Influencer Snark. First of all, trash all of you. I fucking hate these Reddits because it's nothing but miserable people complaining about influencers complaining It's the stupidest shit ever. So one of the two things I saw was Chris complains a lot, which I thought was a hot fucking take for someone to be doing on Reddit about someone they've never met work. But the second one was like, why is Sam leaving? Does anyone have the tea? Like, did it? Does there have to be fucking tea? 
There is no tea. I love Sam more than most people I have met in the 11 years that I've been doing this shit. Sam got a job. I'm not saying where, because it's not my place to tell, but she got a job elsewhere that paid a lot more than she would have made. Or I don't even know if that's the case. I just assume that is. She just wanted to go. That's fine. I support her in that. And then with that, I just, I liked the touch that she brought to the podcast. And with her gone, no shade to Jake or Justin, but I just, we don't need another podcast that's a boys club. You know, I just was like, okay, you know what? I used to do this by myself and then slowly was like, I want you guys to be more involved. Now we're quoting my girl, Hilary Duff. We're going back, back to the beginning. Um, And so there's no drama. There's no tea. Some of y'all really need to do what my sold out sweatshirt on Middle Kids says and touch some grass because it's getting really insufferable. So there's no tea. I very much miss Sam um, more than I'll be able to know like how to describe. She really was such a magical person. I'm talking about her like she's dead. She's like fully thriving and succeeding at a new job. And I'm just so happy for her. And I know how much this podcast meant to her and for her to walk away from something that she loves so much. I can't imagine how hard that was for her, but I'm super proud of her. Sam, you helped make this podcast what it is. And I'll forever be grateful. So there is no tea. Go rate and review Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. I really appreciate the support. We were number like 30 in comedy in Russia. So da, baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Thanks for listening or watching this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't. And be sure to subscribe to the Unhinged YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at sign unhinged. We are going to be going to the after show right after this on patreon.com slash Chris Clemens. So I will see you guys there. And yeah, I'm excited for all that's in store for this podcast and live shows and the new year and all that jazz. So with that being said, from Jesus Christ themselves, amen, or bye, or happy holidays. I don't know. I... I would say that this wig is sucking off the circulation in my head, but this whole weave is held together literally by uh, twigs that were once alive an hour ago. So, yeah. Jesus signing out. Jesus signing out.